Today's episode is coming at you from the administrative perspective because we are talking about interviewing today. So the difference between who gets a job and who doesn't is confidence. And to get that confidence, you will need to prepare for your teacher interview. You can't just show up and hope and pray that you're going to land the job although you still might get it. So many teachers have the confidence to work with students, but not adults. So here's the truth bomb. You should be hired for your will, not your skill. So your degree or license shows that you already know the basics of teaching. My mentor principal always reminded me of this before every interview that we conduct. So your interview will allow the team to see if you are the right fit with the culture and the goals of the admin team and the school. So preparing for an interview allows you to answer questions and also show your personality. Unpreparedness leads to nervousness. You may not answer questions fully or give a positive first impression. You most likely will not get the job. So today we're going to be talking about avoiding the following mistakes that most teacher interviewers fall into. And I know this firsthand. So these are the top three that I see on a regular. The first one is failing to research the school and or your district. The second is not being prepared for a panel interview. And the third is trying to answer questions you don't understand. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content. Incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. So at the top of the list is when preparing for your teacher interview, don't forget to do your research. So this should be a no-brainer, but too often the not-teacher candidates have no idea where they are applying. This goes beyond demographics. It's one thing to get on the website and find out um, some like basics of the school and the district, like where it's located and possibly some information about the students, but you want to actually find more. So researching the school and district before you interview or even apply can save you a lot of time. It can prevent you from being in an environment that doesn't fit your teaching pedagogy. And let's start by looking at their mission statement, their vision, and their core values. See if they align with your own. Dig a little bit deeper to see if you can find any school information like grading scales, policies, and schedules. If the school focuses on standards-based grading and that's not your thing, save your time and move on. Then spend some time looking at what they are posting on their website or social media about the school and what's happening within the school. Are there some programs that would interest you or that you have experience with? If so, you can weave your experiences into your responses to their questions. Finally, use the website to generate your response to the closing question, what questions do you have for us? There are so many times when nobody has any questions. So it leads us to believe that they have no idea anything about us. I mean, you've got to have a question. So you could ask for more information on a particular policy or for their explanation on programs that they offer. Administrators and staff are proud of their school and love to brag. So your further interest in their school will win you favor. Moving on to the second big mistake that I see all the time is 
people not preparing for a panel interview. So in my teaching career, I have never had a one-on-one -on -one interview. So in reality, it is for legal reasons that most interviews are conducted with a panel. The panel stays the same and the questions also stay the same. You could experience two or more people in your interview panel. It may be comprised of just administrators, a mix of administrators and teachers, or could even include parents and students as well. Just know it won't be you and one other person. Knowing and understanding that there will be more than one person is great, but you can do more. You can actually prepare for this. So this will be the first time that I ever mentioned this on the podcast or even in my social media, but in my former life, like before teaching, I participated in a lot of scholarship programs and pageants. So later I ended up running several of my own, both locally and even at the state level. So like teaching interviews, pageants use the panel as far as their interview goes. In pageants, participants strive to make everyone in the interview comfortable. Their goal is to win over the judges. Your goal is to win over your teacher interview panel. So here's what pageant participants are taught that you can use in your teaching interview. Use eye contact, not just with the person who asked you the question, but everyone on your panel. To this day, I have not had a single teacher candidate look at me when I was not the one to ask the question. It makes me feel like I'm an outsider and intruding in on the conversation. Okay, so this is how it works. So you are going to have person number one is who asks you the question. You start by looking at person number one and then you scan all the other members of the panel as you continue to answer and then you finish your answer by looking once again at person number one. So this does take some practice and practicing with multiple people is ideal, but not always possible. To practice at home without multiple people, pretend there are more. You can do this by printing out photos of three or more people and taping them to the mirror in the walls of your bathroom so that you can actually practice answering one question and scanning and coming back. So it will feel awkward at first, but it will increase how comfortable you and everyone else feels in your interview. Okay, so we are finally to the third biggest mistake that teachers are making in teacher interviews. So preparing and practicing answers for questions, not the answers. So I don't know if that really makes sense, but a lot of times people think that there is a correct answer and there usually isn't. But we tend to use a lot of edgy speak, which really like fouls people up and makes them nervous that they're not giving us the right answer. So we do love our acronyms and our edu speak, and we can sometimes seem like we are speaking a different language. So I'm going to give you an example of a question that we ask a lot in our district so that you can kind of see how you can take apart this question and then what to do if you don't know the answer. So this is the question that our district asks a lot. So the XYZ district uses the PLC framework. Tell us what you know about professional learning communities and how you could add to the team. So you may not or may have studied Richter's PLC framework in learning by doing, and that's okay. This question is really wanting to know how you'll work with your colleagues, but too many teacher candidates actually get hung up on the acronym because that's the first part of the question. They just hear the PLC framework and they're like, what the heck is that? So know that you will get some sort of question that you don't know the answer to. So prepare for your teacher interview by knowing what to do when you do get a question like this. So you may not be able to avoid not knowing the answers or at least what they are talking about, 
and you could find out some of that information on their website. Like our district actually talks about the PLC framework on our district website, we don't on our school website, but if you did some digging, you would know that they prioritize that and they actually like rearrange our teaching schedules so that we can all participate in professional learning communities. So that just kind of gives you an idea of where you might be able to find that. So when that question does come up, it is okay to admit that you have no idea what they're talking about. And it's actually okay to ask for more explanation. So think of like the spelling bee when you are being asked to spell a word. I never was in the spelling bee, but I know this is how it works. And you could actually ask to have them use it in a sentence. So think about that. They're okay with you asking for further information because we'd actually prefer that you answer the question with you and your personality in there, whether or not you know like what it is and have experience with it. We also don't want you to fumble and try to guess what we were saying because more likely than not, you are not going to guess right because PLC could stand for a whole bunch of things. I have no idea what at the top of my head, but it could stand for some other thing. So here's an example of how you could answer that question. I'm not familiar with the framework, but I do really well with others. I've had extensive experience working with teams when I was with the ABC company. On my team there, I was able to use my love for data and technical know-how to help our team make decisions and document them. Okay, so we are going to sum it up. So preparing for your teacher interview can greatly increase your confidence. Researching the school and district beforehand will really give you a leg up. See how the school aligns with your personal teaching pedagogy. You can also be prepared to ask valuable questions of your interviewers. When you are preparing for your teacher interview, make sure that you practice for a panel. Practice including all who are on your panel, not just the person asking the questions. Avoid fumbling over questions you don't know the answers to. It's okay to ask for clarification. Find the root of the question and answer that. If you love these tips and would like more information on how to take a workshop on how to get ready and prepare and practice for your interview, make sure that you join the waitlist at joinpoppd.co. There is a waitlist and I am actually putting together a workshop and I would love to have you participate. Until next time.